here. So I have two sections recording because this is new to me, this new setup. Um, I don't know if it's picking up your voice on one computer, but it's definitely picking it up on another computer. So I might just go with that one. <laughs> okay, that's positive. At least it's picking it up on something. Yep, yep. All right, and uh, I'm going to hit record on the video. Okay. And we're recording. And I'm going to drag you into the channel. Here we go. All right. All right. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Alunapod episode 20 with uh, a note to self. Um, I don't know why his microphone is muted on here. <laughs> Technical issues. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me make this adjustment. I'm going to unmute. Look at unmute. Unmute. Uninvite to server. Mute. Mute. Deafen rolls. Move to. Hold on. Hold on. Uno momento, por favor. Just... Um, I don't know, Mike, if you have yourself mute there, if you can unmute yourself. If not, um, I will make the adjustment here. Let me see. Overview, permissions, podcast guest, view, connect, speak. It's supposed to work. It's supposed to work. Um, definitely members, move members. Escape. I don't know what's going on. Why are you muted, Mike? Why are you muted? <laughs> Hold on. Let me make the, let me move him around. Eh. And then eh. Nope. Nope. It's not working. Why aren't you working? Maybe I can't make you a moderator administrator. How do I unmute you? <laughs> Technical difficulties. Sorry, guys. Let me just make... I'm trying to get this role to play the role that it's supposed to play on this channel here, and it's not playing the role that it's supposed to play to play the roles to do it. I need him to be unmuted. Um, I hope, hope you guys can hear me. I'm going to jump I'm going to jump into the general chat. Uh, for those of you that are listening in right now, I am doing this live on Discord. Um, well, listening to the, uh, to the podcast after the live podcast, obviously. Uh, Hello. Hey, oh, hey, there it is. <laughs> I figured it out. All right. What did you do? <laughs> Apparently this requires push to talk. So oh yeah. Take that off. Wait. I tried to, but then when I did, it was like, nope, nope, not letting it happen. Oh wait. All right. So that's, that's my, so you, you're on push to talk now. Yeah. Man, that should that should not be it. But okay, well at least it's working. I'm gonna have to make this adjustment because this adjustment is that shouldn't that shouldn't be doing that. Um, That's eh, okay. Uh, use voice activity, deaf and mute channel, and per manage permissions. Connect. All right. Well, it's working. So at least at least you can talk. So. <laughs> yeah, somewhat. I hope. Uh, well, we hear you. We hear you. How's it going, Mike? Going well, man. How are you? I am great. Hey, thank you for uh, being on the podcast. Uh, thank you for allotting the time here today to do this with me. I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Um, I made a post, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I'll tackle this. I would, I would love to give this a shot." And sure enough, he's on here, and uh, we're gonna get his, uh, his uh, beautiful insight into the music industries and stuff and things that he does. He's a a single songwriter um, from Virginia? Yeah, Alexandria, Virginia, to be exact. But like, if you just tell people DC, that's essentially where it's at. Okay, well, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. What are you doing nowadays with your music and all? Uh, a lot, actually. Um, so I've been playing a ton of shows, um, trying to make sure that I'm funding my record. It's all getting reinvested back into the um, EP that I've been releasing. Um, and I had a GoFundMe for it for a little bit. We had um, $1,500 donated to the cause for nice. pre-orders. Uh, so I can't complain with the results right now. But uh, it's obviously going to cost way more than that. So yeah, um, just it's been a weird, crazy um, journey of just going through, finding the funds, um, working my ass off just to make sure that I'm playing um, as much as possible, sometimes like three, four shows in a day. And uh, just getting the music out there and recording, like just 
we've been laying stuff down and getting people together. Um, I've gotten a new producer and like a whole team together since last January. So it's been a crazy, crazy ride um, for the past few months. I bet. Yeah. I mean, um, I remember uh, when we first started off, we, we, we met through an application called Periscope, a uh, broadcasting app. That and, is correct. And uh, he was on there like religiously, just like making music, promoting and doing all the things. And uh, we finally had an opportunity to play shows together here uh, at, um, in, in Delaware uh, at the World Cafe. Yeah. yeah, Wilmington. That was a good time. Oh, yeah, it was fun. And then uh, we also had an opportunity to play together, like actually like as a band with uh, Freddie G bass. That was a lot of fun as well. <laughs> Freddie G, I miss that dude. I know, I know. I haven't heard from him in a while. Um, but yeah, and uh, after a bit, I've, I haven't seen you do much on Periscope and I figured that's what it was, that you were really focusing on other things, getting yourself uh, situated with your, your recordings and whatnot, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so it's just been really, um, so Periscope was awesome because it really launched me really understanding that, all right, maybe I can do this and make it a career. Um, and it was great just getting the support from so many people and also just meeting so many like fantastic people like all over the country that I would not have been able to check out. Like uh, I got to travel um, and then I learned a lot. I ended up doing warp Tour and making connections to do all like just kinds of fun stuff like that. And I was making money just playing around the country. But then I realized, all right, why not just focus just at home on what I need to do to make sure that this is what I'm doing here and then expand out from there. Because if I'm spending money on like planes and hotels and, you know, it's not going to do me well. But if I take that and I reinvest it back into an actual like recording and get that done and then start pushing from there, like what, could really be possible you know yeah there's definitely a balance between it all like um i've been you know trying to adjust with all the things that i'm doing as well and i think i'm more of like quality over quantity um and you know i i strive on getting kind of like as best as i can get it at the given time as much as i can actually afford to get it and uh and i i totally like understand like having to like have a focus and get the quality portion of it first get yourself like you know, uh, established in that sense. And then you can like push it out. And like what most, what most bands do as far, like from what I understand is that they, they do like an, an entire year of like recording, um, and, and promotion. And then the following year they do like tours and pushes and then they like cycle that like in and out. Is that something that you yeah, do or that? I mean, that's basically the plan right now. It's just, it's, it's really thinking about it as like an entrepreneurship. Like you're thinking about it as a business. How are you going to go out and are you, how are you going to put anything out there when you don't have a product or a service to provide yet? You know, so you find ways to do things like I've not just been playing shows. I've made like connections with multiple agents in my area, but I've also started doing things like just dog walking and just like I found a hockey league that just needs scorekeepers. So I just score keep super late at night. Um, just trying to make sure that I'm funding this stuff in addition to just my normal job. And I'm even kind of throwing funds in from like my job is just a rink manager and Zamboni driver. Right. Right. Like it, it's just, it's you push and push and you kick your ass into high gear to make sure that you make your dreams come true. Right. You know? Yep. Yeah. I totally understand. Totally understand. And that's awesome, man. I'm proud of you. Like, uh, uh, all the, all the stuff that, um, I've seen, um, you, you do and work through and, all the changes and stuff, especially like the changes that I've seen, like with us and all like growing in, in even the social platforms. Like, uh, I see that you're still hustling, still doing your thing. And I'm, I'm happy that you're still pushing that, you know? Um, and, I appreciate and it, man. I, I agree with everything you've done. Like you've expanded to many different avenues. I've seen like all kinds of stuff that you've been doing. It's quite interesting. You're kind of turning <laughs> into like a little bit of a Renaissance man over here. Dude, I'm, I'm everywhere. I, I have to, man. Like I, I love, I love to be like, I, I like music, you know, I'm, it's, it's what I was born with. I play drums and stuff like that. But like, like I, I have so much more to me that I want to express. And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to hide that. You know, I want to do all the things that I love to do. And that's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's the plight of the artist, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, are you, is that, is that all that you're, you're working on now is strictly just like the music stuff or you have other things, um, like under the covers that you're, you're planning on pushing or? Uh, really? It's just the music. Um, 
it's just been my main focus. I want like at the beginning of the year, not even the beginning of the year, probably um, sometime in December, I had to be really honest with what I needed to um, start doing with myself in order to put myself to a position of where I wanted to be. Um, and so I really spent time just thinking to myself, talking myself through things, making those like small connections and then just sitting down in my basement and just recording like five songs that I was like, these are the ones that I think best kind of represent what I want. And, you know, it just turned into from just recording all these songs on an iPad to starting to pull this into like a full on studio. And it's just been a whirlwind. It's just been, that's my main focus. You know, I can't, it's tough to really have anything anywhere else when this is what I want, you know? Right. Yeah. It's always good to have like, kind of like the central thing, you know, like a lot of the other things, like with me expanding with the gaming, like I'm, I'm contemplating on putting like the drums with that as well. And then like play like game themes in like Twitch and all, since it's Twitch, like it's game based in a sense. So like having it like native in that aspect, um, but yeah. keep the music thing still going, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> but yeah. Um, and uh, what are you still are you are you pushing other like social media platforms, other other broadcast stuff, or are you strictly on uh, Periscope? No. So again, with like being focused and just making sure that I have my attention directly on one thing. Um, again, it's the same thing: qual quality over quantity. Uh, just like you said earlier, it's I want to make sure that the best version of me is not split across the board on things that I don't necessarily think are the primary focus right now. So Periscope is where I'm at. Um, I've been asked to go to like Wildcat. I think is is that a new thing? I've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Uh, but, like people ask me, like, are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? I have, I do stuff on Instagram a lot now. Um, so I'll post my shows and everything else, which has great integration with uh, Facebook. Um, but then I also do like the Instagram stories and stuff, just like to kind of go through my day about what I'm doing and making announcements on when new things came out. Um, I've had two tracks released so far, but we're re-releasing everything um, on a new mix and master with new versions on an acoustic record and then with a full band version. Awesome. Um, so yeah, it's just, uh, main focus is just music and then Periscope and Instagram are really the only places I'm at right now. So, um, for anyone that's listening and, and, um, wants to wait for all the links and stuff, I'll have them posted underneath in the description, uh, on YouTube and also in the description on any of the, uh, aud audible sor sources like, uh, uh, anchor and, uh, SoundCloud and, and such. But um, for those of you listening now, live, and uh, or in re via recording, um, it, Mike, if you want to tell everyone where they can find you and all your work and stuff? Yeah, it's literally, if you just go through to any of them, the main ones are Instagram, um, SoundCloud, Facebook, uh, just whatever that is, Facebook, Instagram, or SoundCloud slash a note to twoself.com. A note, the number two, that's spelled out T W O self. <laughs> that's it. Yes, sir. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, sir. So that's, that's awesome, man. Like, uh, it, it's pretty straightforward in a sense too. Like, you know, you have, you have a, a mission and you have, um, a focus and that's pretty much it. You know, there's nothing else. Um, there's, there's no segues. There's nothing. It's just straight, straight on linear. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, like, you know, and if I can get myself established with this, maybe other things come with it. And that's just where it's at. It's just staying focused and then making your mark in one location. And then if you decide to expand, you know, um, that's that's the plan. Yep. Um, <clears throat> when are you planning on coming back to Jersey again? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So I'm not even sure. I know I'm going to be in Wilmington, Delaware next month. Um which is probably the closest to Jersey I'll be in a while. Right. Um, which I really, I really do want to come back to Jersey. Um, but I've just got a lot going on here and focusing and just trying to get things done. I had some stuff planned for a small East coast tour for the summer, um, which is getting pushed back because I've had uh, a little bit of a big thing come up. Mm -hmm. So September is going to be a really, uh, 
crazy time basically i'm kind of gonna disappear maybe off the map for a little bit and i'm gonna be in a crazy songwriting program with a specific person but, Uh oh <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so there's so, there's some there's some epic stuff that's about to happen guys just wait <laughs> it's it's kind of scary um it's a little intimidating but it I, and i can't say much about it now but it's it's coming up definitely so an experience for sure absolutely nice um <clears throat> But yeah, man, I, I, you know, I, I, I am at, I'm at a loss of words. I, there's so much that I want to say, but there's so much that I don't know if I should say. And there's so much that I want to like ask you. And then I don't know if you're going to, it's like, I'm, I'm like, like you pretty much said a lot as it is within like a short <laughs> time frame. I'm like, uh, what next? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, just what do you want to know? <laughs> what are you doing away? now? <laughs> like. Like right now, right, right now, right now, right now. Where are you at? Where, are you in your living room? Are you? Uh, uh, are you I'm at work? Actually, <laughs> I'm in my I'm in my kitchenette actually. Oh, you're gonna cook me something special, Mike? Yeah. I, well, I bought this new fantastic thing. It's a breakfast sandwich maker. Oh. And is that like layered? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Oh, I think my friend has something like that. Like you put eggs on one, and then like. Uh, like the bread, bread and, and meat. And, yeah. Oh my God, dude. I, I, it's ridiculous. I love cooking and this just like takes efficiency to another level. Uh, I think as I like get older, it's like just a scary thought of the, like just the stupid little things that just make me happy. <laughs> like, uh, have you, have you ever just walked into a room after you've cleaned it and you just see like all this open space? Uh huh. Yeah. It's the silliest thing. Yeah, it's like, just, it like I rearranged it, my entire room. Like I took, I took, I had these like uh, you can't see it now, but if you're watching the video later, um, behind me I have these like uh, single single couches um, with an ottoman, um, and I had it in the room in, in my bedroom, and which took up the entire flooring, and then I moved everything around. I took those out, and there's so much space. Yes, like. I can do backflips and stuff in there if I want. <laughs> Start breakdancing in the middle of the floor and I won't hit a thing, which is awesome. It's a fucking beautiful thing, man. <laughs> like, why is that so, like, why does that just make your heart, like, leap? I don't even know. Because, like, I guess you're so, like, in, 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 at the time where you had all this stuff, it's, like, great. And then, like, you realize there's no space for anything anymore and you're, like, you're maneuvering around certain things and then you feel claustrophobic and then, uh, you start feeling like you can't breathe. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why is there tension in my lungs right now? <laughs> Until you take everything out, and it's like, <gasps> ooh, <laughs> so much and then you less. Just, and then you start breakdancing in the middle of your floor. Exactly. Oh, man, it's it's so it's so cool, so cool. Um, I'm I don't know. I'm. This is like one of those podcasts where it's like, I'm. I, I had my coffee. I haven't really had anything to eat. And then I am trying to like summon up certain things to talk about. Now I'm just, I'm dead blank spaced at this given time. And I was trying to make this <laughs> epic because this is the first I've ever had you and like even, I haven't talked to you in a long time. You know, like we used to like really hang out and talk, chat all the time, come into each other's broadcasts and share and promote each other. And then it's been like quiet. You know, the past like year. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't really been on Periscope as much as I uh, used to be at all. Mm. It's that a little bit, like, but it's, it's really not like you know, it's like uh, it's when you are doing things and things evolve to a certain level. Um, it's really nice to go back to Periscope every now and again and see people and uh, hang out. Uh, usually, like I'm on like super late at night for like 15, 20 minutes, and I'm like, "All yeah, right, you are. who's on?" <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I, um, I remember you're, you're up all the time late, and I'm trying to. I'm like about to go to bed, and you pop on. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm guy. like a vampire. <laughs> yeah, I, everyone, it's ridiculous. Everyone that like we've associated ourselves with, like because we're on the East Coast, the time zones are so bad. You know, like we have to be up oh, yeah. late in order to catch everyone else that's going to be on. Like we have West Coast people that it's still early for them when we're about to go to bed and they're starting their broadcast. And it's like, shh. like I can't, I can't catch up. And like people on, on like in the UK times and stuff, 
on the opposite side of the world are like just waking up and it's <laughs> like we're yeah. at a, such a bad time zone in the east coast it's so yeah. so bad <laughs> it's like west coast people are hanging out doing their thing and they're like all right we're going to bed and then all of a sudden someone from like germany or like freaking where england or somewhere like just pops up and you're like all right maybe i'll watch you for a while and then next thing you know it's like 9 a.m and you're like oh fuck what have i done yeah like i'll pop on in the morning and i'm like i see people that you know are from england just pop in and i'm like i missed you i missed your broadcast and stuff but every time you're on i'm going to bed or at work and i'm like catch the replay i'll see you later yeah right that's what replays are for i know like i hate i hate to like push people towards the replays because i love the the live interaction like getting people right on there at the given moment at the given time and like Absolutely. have that have that talk with them but then like yeah man i really i do i do wish that i can i like my goal is to like get an electronic drum set so i can play late at night for everyone but um i got a lot of other things i gotta take care of first before i get into that <laughs> no i understand man it's the plight of cash flow and figuring your stuff out and learning again entrepreneur stuff like yeah. that's it See, my late nights are, are gaming now, so I'm on Twitch more <clears throat> for yeah, for like I, two and a half hours. <laughs> I haven't played video games in uh, like, I can't even tell you how long. It's insane. Really? What's the last game you played? Uh, NHL 2016. NHL? Yeah. 2016? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm not a big sports person, but like that's that just says enough. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm a huge hockey fan, and the Washington Capitals just won the cup, so it's a big deal in DC, man. Mm, I bet. Yeah, I, I don't, I can't get into hockey. I don't know what it is. Um, I soccer, like World Cup around the World Cup times. That's the only times I ever watch soccer. Any other time, I don't really watch soccer. I feel that it's just like so if you really think about it, like during the normal part of the season, you're going through, you're playing, like they're doing their thing and it's great. It's like, okay, really, does this mean much? Not really. Like they're, they're fighting for a placement in the playoffs. Like, so it's just kind of a lull, but if you're like, if you do love the game, you know, then it's great to watch, but the playoff games are just like, they're more intense. Crunch time. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, Everybody's that's like when things pushing each other around and there's fights everywhere. And it's like, this is my ball. No, this is my ball. It's my hockey puck. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> that's, that's what I hear every time. Like when I, when I watch a, a hockey game or if, at any point in time that it's on when I'm like playing live somewhere and it's on the screen and it's the only thing I can watch while I'm playing. Uh, it's the thing that's going through my head, like back and forward. My puck. No, my puck. Don't you dare touch my puck. I'll hit you with a stick. Oh yeah, let me throw you against the glass. Screw you, and that, and that's it. Like that's if I was a commentary person, I took all the audio, 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 audio <laughs> off. <laughs> that's that's what be my my uh, my overdub. This inner dialogue is quite interesting to me. <laughs> You'd be surprised what goes through my head at all given times. <laughs> oh, I'd be, I, I might be a little worried. I'm going to scared just to go through the mind of EJ Luna. Yeah. Um, so there's people that have been asking questions while we're on here. If those of you that have any questions, you guys want to ask questions, uh, you can ask questions on Discord via podcast QA, uh, whatever you can come up with. Talk about anything you liked. Ask any question you like. It's personal or anything that you may want to ask, and then we'll ask whatever it is or answer whatever it is we can to the best of our capability if we really want to deliver any of those specific details. So <laughs> uh, that being said, the first question that's been delivered was uh, by Brandy. Um, Mike, I am so happy you are on Lunapod. Uh, thanks for being here. Where have you played is the first question. Uh, so I guess my question is for Brandy in that case, now that I'm seeing the podcast Q&A thing here, uh, are, are you asking over all, like where have I played across the country? Where have I played in my area, like in the last year or what? Uh, well, because you had the question that you might have to answer every single one of those. Because she's going to be like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Well, as I see her like no longer typing. Um, well, so... well, like I guess I guess you just narrow it down. Like uh, as far as everywhere that you've played, um, I mean, I, it it's very vast, right? So I guess notorious locations that would be sensible. You know, I, I know like bars and um, and uh, what is it, like uh, dive bars and like uh, cafes and stuff. Like those are kind of like redundant type of locations. But anything like major that that people would be like. Oh yeah, or like no- notorious. I would I would kind of like narrow it down to that. So generally, I guess I've played um, over the last couple of years in L.A., um, Minneapolis, Chicago. Um, I was up in uh, New York for one of those times. Uh, played in Nashville with Dynasty. Um, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a that was a great time. Um, shoot, where else have I played? Um, Delaware, Delaware, Jersey. of course, Delaware. Jersey. I played in both of those locations. I forgot. We did the <laughs> what was it? The Atlantic City Beer Festival. Yep. Yep. Um what else? Shoot. I've been I've been all over the place, Go but to mostly Philly? I have been in Philly. I haven't been in Philly in a while. I played there when I first started Periscope. That was my first um Periscope trip with Ishmael Estefa. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. that was a long time ago, man. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, my my first Periscope like funded um trip for a show was the um breast cancer can stick it foundation drumathon like i met april samuels on periscope and yeah I, I remember that yeah and then like we linked up and then i finally had the opportunity to go out there and support the foundation to raise funds to fight breast cancer on their behalf and i got the opportunity to play out there in, in dallas which is awesome yeah that's amazing oh oh and um the uh for an actual like show with like the, the stuff that I do on Periscope, playing the theme songs and whatnot, that would be the World Cafe. Oh yeah, of course. The World Cafe <laughs> the first time was dope. Yeah, like, man, that was fun. That was insane. Yeah, it like it was still like really cool. It kind of died out over time, um, which is kind of and I guess they had like a change of venue, but oh um, yeah, they lost uh, that opportunity there. Yeah, but I mean they still have it going on at the place down the street, um, which is where. Um, I don't remember. It's some small little cafe or bar restaurant place, but like the stage is fairly small. So it's, it's it's a little different. Yeah. Ernest Scott. Yeah. It's a little different, but they also changed the stage. So they put it down on the other end of the place. Um, and now it's bigger. It's actually a lot nicer. I've played there a couple of times since, um, Hmm. and they've kept in touch. It's a really like, it's a nice spot, man. Very nice. Uh, the second question was, uh, what show has stood out the most in your mind? Um, a couple for different reasons. So Warp Tour was kind of tough because obviously I'm a singer songwriter. So like, if you imagine like Ed Sheeran playing next to five finger death punch, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, 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 that was, that was similar. Um, it was very much like, and the stages are all set up next to each other. Um, so you have like me very like, calmly playing an acoustic track when you have five finger death punch over to the side of me, just like, (laughs) I'm like, all right, cool guys. All right. I'm going to take a 30 minute break. Start singing. Um, Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. (laughs) I should have, shouldn't I? I, What was I thinking? Um, Start bringing over the hippies. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that would have been great. They all just like gather around like it's the Walking Dead. Start like waving just their arms. <laughs> <laughs> I had some people playing hacky sack in the middle of it. Man, it was good stuff. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, no warp tour was a lot. Um, but I think I don't know. The most memorable one was probably at Farm Brew Live, which was on a million dollar stage. Um, in Manassas, Virginia, um, I opened for a local <laughs> band. Manassas. Right? It is, it's spelled exactly like you think. Yeah, manasses. Oh, oh, yeah. Manasses. <laughs> and dump lots fries. Of <laughs> dump fries. Dump fries is next is. town over. <laughs> wow, you just know all about this area, man. Come I, on. I drove down that way a few times. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you, you didn't even let me know, man. Come on. Sorry, brother. Come on. Sorry, brother. Okay. Next time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let me know when you come by, man. I'll let you crash on my couch. For sure. Yeah, I got a drum set here, too. There Ooh, we go. Jam out. Ooh, uh-huh. <laughs> I have an Xbox 360, though. So, obviously, you know, the gaming thing is probably not going to be as... Uh, we'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> True. 
All right. So, uh, third third question. Oh wait, no. Did you finish off that manasses type of thing? I did. It was okay. that was just my favorite spot. It's Farm Brew Live, and it's like at a brewery, and it's like an amazing venue. Nice. Uh, where would you like to play live if you could, if you have played in a specific location? So, my number one place that I would love to play, and if I could actually like do the whole nine with um is jimmy fallon i fucking love jimmy fallon nice. i think everybody does like if i could ever play on jimmy fallon and get interviewed by him that would have my nipples so hard um <laughs> I, they might bleed dude that would, that would uh, be like anyone's ideal like opportunity to get on one of those like talk shows like late nights you know oh absolutely like, and like even jimmy yeah jimmy fallon's fun though he's he's, uh, he's a fun funny he, dude Oh yeah, he plays games with his guests. Holy balls, man! Oh, yeah. I just would lose my mind. Yeah, man. Um, wait, who's who's the the talk show host that does that has like was it the what's that song the chicken I think it was called or the rooster? Um, I think it's called the chicken. Hmm. Um, I can't remember the theme, but it's it's a pretty like rhythmic uh song that's that was on a talk show that some drummers got the opportunity to play on top of. I, I believe it's called The Chicken. If I'm not mistaken, if you guys want to correct me, correct me, please do. I think it's called The, the Chicken. The Rooster, I think, is something different by uh, was it Alice in Chains. Or... Yeah, The Rooster is definitely Alice in Chains. Yeah. I think it's called The Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that. I'm going to take your word for it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's such, it's such an awesome jam. But that's cool, yeah, man. I, that that would if you had that, that opportunity, I'd be thoroughly jealous and but proud of you. <laughs> Aw, thanks. Uh, Brandy's just whipping out questions left and right. Uh, would you audition for American Idol or some other TV show? Hint, hint. Thank you. So I uh, I did do the voice in Philadelphia um, when I first started Periscope. I was not as strong a singer, um, and I also didn't understand um, a lot of how the music industry worked at that point in time. Um, so if I were to do it now, it, there would be a lot um, that I would do differently, obviously. But uh, I just don't. I when I did go through um, Ishmael Estepa, actually went through um, and did it with me, oh, and nice. that guy, I I learned so much from him. He honestly really was one of the big people who taught me how to feel what i'm singing right um yeah just he watching really, he's he's in depth with his uh his vocals absolutely yeah. and he just you can see him he just closes his eyes and he just really gets into it and he's very passionate about everything he does and i i took a big lesson from that it was really something to see him like do his thing and it just taught me a lot uh, uh -oh. watching him okay uh, Kind of cut out there for a second, but yeah, that, that's, I got, oh, we got that. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so he's just, you know, he was, he, it was just a great experience just to go and do that. Um, and he was actually um, told when he went through just that, yeah, like you're, you're someone we would want on the show. You're absolutely ready, but we basically aren't going to have anybody in at all we've gotten our like people slotted out for us so nobody that came for this day of auditions is going to make it through oh man so we can't yeah so he wasn't allowed to be like made through even though they wanted him to be on the show that's retarded he came, right he came from puerto rico man he, like, i i think i think that's like that's what someone says that's like that you know kind of like ease the the drop of the ball in a sense you know like yeah we really like you but you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, he, but that's the thing. Like they kicked everybody else out of the room and they just had the discussion with him. They didn't even like talk to anybody else. They sent everybody else out. Ishmael was the only one in there well, when he was discussing it with him. He should, he should go back again. Cause that's like an opportunity right there. I think he was, I, I don't know. To me, he was really discouraged and he was kind of disappointed in the way that they worked. Um, and I, I was also kind of that way. So that's part of the reason why I haven't done the voice again. Right. Um, and I was going to do it up in Boston. I know Sean LeBoy actually went up and did it. Um, and I thought about it. Um, and really, um, I, I ended up, it was a game time decision of will I make $600 or will I spend 300? Um, and so I ended up staying home and playing shows and just made 600 instead. Mm. Um, but it ended up, and the other thing about American Idol is I'm probably about to age out of that. <laughs> so, 
I don't think I'm going to be able to do American Idol um, at all. They I mean, have an age restriction. They have an age restriction now? Yeah, they've always had an age restriction. They expanded it, um, I think, last year huh. or whenever they started back up. And then and I'm about to age out of that. So it's just not feasible for me. What do they think they are, the military? Yeah. <laughs> so. Haven't you seen Katy Perry? No. <laughs> no. I don't watch Cutter those people. Eric, <laughs> that's it. I don't know. <laughs> Um, this is a question from Laura. Uh, Mike, what's your creative process to writing songs? Um, so I have multiple creative processes, um, for that. Um, really. So right now I'm kind of on this kick of I'm writing a riff and I'm writing, um, just something a day, um, whether it be like an actual full on track. Um, or like verse, chorus, bridge, everything else, just on a concept. I have different ideas um, that go through my head every day, and I hear things from people and like small phrases that really mean something to me. Um, and when I do that, I really think about like, what does this mean to me? How do I feel about this? And I think about the situations that are going on in my life to make me like actually relate to that situation. Um, and I just write it all out. And whether it's me actually writing a song or whether it's just me... Um, writing an actual note to myself about like reflecting on what my day was hint hint a note um, to self <laughs> yeah. that's really where it came from when i was in high school i had like my planners they were never full of homework they were always full of my like just writings to myself right um which is a big reason why it's a note to self it's just you know reflection i'm very i'm very introverted um well i'm not introverted all the time i'm very um introspective um but that's just one thing that I do. I just have to write it all out and just get it all out into some kind of a platform, whether that be just like a journal entry or whether it be an actual song or a poem or something. I have books and books of things that are just uh, there. And then I come in and I just like play the guitar and I just sort it out and I just put it together. And if it's crap, it's crap. If it's not, it's not. Um, and yeah, that's just, that's my creative process currently. Nice. Um, could there be a collaborative, uh, collaboration with, uh, Periscope talents, um, Michael Berman, EJ. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I would, I, that's what I was doing. Like in the first like year or two of me going out, I have, uh, stuff posted up with multiple people. Um, I actually went and saw Tracy good in West Virginia. Um, when I went up to go visit, um, family in Pittsburgh once. Um, I've done multiple collaborations with Claire Means um, and played some music with her. Um, I had some plans on getting some stuff done with a couple of other folks, and I just haven't had the time um, since I've really started buckling down and just getting my music done home. Mm. Um, but hopefully I would love to get more stuff done. There's stuff on YouTube, actually, with uh, Tracy, um, Calvin, um, who else? Ali Seely. Um, just multiple people that I ended up meeting on some of these journeys that Mac, I don't know if anybody remembers Mac Mason. He was kind of like there for a hot second. Um, but like multiple people from when I was in LA and all over the country, just playing music with folks. Nice. And I mean, we've, we've played um, a couple of times in the past as well, like nothing recorded, but like uh, aside from that last show that we did that, you know, the, the trio, I got that video. Yeah. I don't know. Did it, did, I sent you whatever I could on that video. Right. Or, yeah, you did. I ended up, I was able to take that and render it down and I was able to send it out um, to where it needed to be. So it was perfect, man. Thank you. Cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, we, we had our opportunities and, you know, of course, if, if Mike ever needed uh, drums on top of something, uh, he did offer, uh, you know, me as a business person, I do have uh, expenses and stuff and, and criterias and uh, whether people can afford it or not, that's on them. But, you know, I, I take my line of work uh, a little bit more, you know, as an, as a, a paid opportunity. So, uh, we, we had an opportunity. Um, but you know, obviously not everyone can afford me. So <laughs> true. And it's not, it wasn't necessarily the fact that I couldn't afford you. It was also the fact like I ended up having to really take a thought on what do I want in order of like, just to get everything done. No. Um, yeah. On, on, and, and whether yeah. It, it's sensible in your expenses as well. So it's like, Everyone, yeah. everyone has their thing. And I, you know, I'm not taking offense to it. Like, Oh no, of course not. You know, it's, it's business, it's business, <laughs> babe, it's business. Oh, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like there's always an opportunity, but you know, I, I 
this is the way I work and everyone works in different ways. So, um, and uh, the, guess the next uh, question is who's been your inspiration growing up or currently? Uh, I've had a lot of inspirations growing up. Um, whether that be musicians, a lot uh, has actually come from musicians that I've like hung out with and um, played music with. Um, and I think that's one big thing. Like not everybody thinks about the musicians that they're around. Um, you can always, you learn way more from the people that you're surrounded by than anybody that you'll see online. Um, unless you can like do something like I, I'm kind of a weirdo and I watch John Mayer just like be weird all the time, just on his like live streams. Um, but you get a sense of like those people and where they came from and you understand how they were able to kind of emulate what they're doing. Um, and where their walks from life are, it's just, a, it's a fascinating thing to me. So I have a lot of influences from like Bird, um, who I've played with for years, um, who also heavily influenced my music choices, which is why also um, I do things on Spotify. I make a Spotify playlist every month um, that I ask people to send just different songs that they think I should listen to. And uh, really that's, like what you're listening to is ultimately going to affect what you're doing. So I ended up, uh, that's where it came from just with uh, bird who brought incubus. Um, and who else? Google dolls, um, dredge, multiple crazy, just interesting bands, a lot of jazzy stuff, um, that I couldn't even begin to explain to you, like any of the artists from that. Um, and then, uh, just different folks like, uh, what now nowadays like i just take a big liking to sean mendez ed sheeran john mayer because they're doing exactly what i want to be doing you know they're out there putting their music out there and they're not just um just going out and playing music and just making something they're also telling a story right um which is you know that's ultimately the goal if you're able to go through and effectively show someone what you're telling and what you see in your head if you could put your picture from your head into that person someone if you haven't even met that person that's a beautiful thing and right. that's ultimately the goal you know yeah and I, I totally agree with like what you surround yourself by you become in a sense um and like like i've been really like engulfed in like the whole cinematic thematic um realm and every time I try to write music, I try to think outside the box to create something that's more like, um, what was that? Uh, like more hard rock in a sense, but I always gravitate back to making thematic type of music. And that's only because I don't listen as I don't listen to a lot of hard rock music as much as I should to get inspired by it more and get that sense of like that quality. So like I've been really more engulfed in like the, the whole cinematic um, realm and that's pretty much where my mind has stayed. <laughs> so <clears throat> I totally get that. Though. I mean, that's, that is one thing. Like, so I've like had some folks like, uh, I don't know if anybody knows Michael G guitar player. He's uh, someone that's on Periscope quite often. He's doing his own thing and he's playing music as well. Um, but he suggested dream theater <laughs> last month and yeah. Right. So like, and that's just not really, in the realm of anything I'm doing that's at like, all. That's like what I do. <laughs> yeah. That's what, and so that's why I bring it up. So like, it's this thing like, but like, so dream theater is really like the musicians band, right? Like you don't really like, I love dream theater when I'm biking and like doing crazy shit. Or if I like, if I was working out dream theater would be epic as fuck. Or if I was <laughs> fighting like an army of orcs. Yeah. I would really want to hear some dream theater. Yeah. But yeah. like, if I'm just like kind of hanging out and like having a Smart. glass of whiskey chill and out. like, yeah, yeah, dream theater comes on. I'm going to be like, Oh God, no, Screw right this now, whiskey. Start flipping tables. <laughs> <laughs> I need to fight demons. <laughs> like you just start going crazy, man. It just, it, it amps you up in like a way that like nothing else can. It's epic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Different uh, tones give you different moods. Um, absolutely. And that's where that storytelling comes from in that sense. So like thinking of dream theater and everything else, like there's a whole another side to like being able to do that with like putting an image in someone's head. You don't even have to do that with words and dream theater effectively does that. And you also do that effectively anytime you're drumming to a lot of this like epic, crazy, just 
Yeah, everyone awesome puts stuff. themselves in a in their own world. You know, that that's the thing with like me drumming to the cinematic music is that um our interpretations are are always different with each and every song um that I play. And it's not like there's like with with the hard rock music and the songs that I play that's uh from mainstream music, um they already have a story, but like with the cinematic type of stuff, everyone can put themselves in their own uh, scenarios and, and stories and whether, you know, wherever that takes them, that's entirely up to them. So, and that's like yeah, my absolutely. interpretation when I'm playing drums. Like I, I interpret what, where my, my world is taking me, you know? And I mean, that's what like, and you're doing that and you're putting that image in someone's head. Like I remember the first time I saw you do this at like the world cafe live, I didn't know what I was going to expect. And then you <laughs> got up there and you just like played this like crazy, just epic. Like, and you took me on this trip. I, did you play some like video game stuff? I feel like legend of Zelda came on. No, no, I, uh, no, no, I, I, I had to do some filler songs. So I did some, uh, th- uh, thematic songs from, uh, game of Thrones and, um, and Pirates of the Caribbean. Ah, uh, I remember <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean now. Yeah. That's right. That's, yeah, man, that was crazy. It's just, it makes you think so much about like certain things and remembering like back to like certain epic moments in those like movies. And it, I don't know, man, you just, you killed it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being like, how do you like follow this? Like, I that's insane. Yeah. How, well, I follow it or? Oh no no no! Like oh, how? Like how I was s- just glad that I went first, basically. Oh, right. Yeah. Because <laughs> if I had to go after you, like after some epic thing, that's like almost like being like that guy, like playing next to Five Finger Death Punch. Like it's right. the same kind of. It's like holy shit, that guy just killed it. Like now I'm gonna bring everybody down. Like how does this work? Oh, no no. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't remember who was after me, uh, but it was it was it was someone similar. That you know, acoustic singer songwriter. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I, I feel like you were like either the, fin- you were toward the end, weren't you? I think it was like one or two other others after me. Cause I, I had, I had, oh, it was a band after me. Cause they had to yeah. take the whole, uh, the whole thing down. And the band was the last, the last set. I was yeah, the second to last. Right. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. they, the, the band helped me carry the entire rack down the side of the, <laughs> the restaurant area and i was like unsetting as the entire band was playing so i didn't get the chance to sit down and listen to all of them so yeah. but yeah man that that was that was fun good good times and yeah i totally get it um last question from laura was uh can you sing incubus drive of course you can i can answer that for him <laughs> whatever tomorrow brings i'll be there Okay, that's all. That's all. <laughs> nice. Yeah, his voice is very, very in comparison to the singer of Incubus. <laughs> I do get that a lot. I got compared to Brandon Boyd a lot. That's he was cool. also a huge inspiration. Yeah, it's good though. It's good. It's different. You know, you don't hear a lot of that. Well, you know, I try. <laughs> uh, next question is uh, Eric's. Um, we're we I think we have like ten minutes left of the podcast. Uh, hello, Mike. How you doing? Was his first question. <laughs> well, Eric, I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, the next question is: Hope you and Ari are doing well. Uh, that's an interesting question because I'm not dating anyone currently. So okay, next cool. question: uh, <laughs> Does a album and a tour coming soon? I do have an album coming up. Um, the album is currently set for July. Um, we are working our butts off to make sure that the acoustic version of the record is done first um, because we want to get the vibe of it um, down. And my producer really, it's just me and my producer just sitting in the basement doing all this stuff um, and releasing it on Spotify currently. Um, and then just next month is going to be really like game time where I'm just playing with all of these different guys and getting it all done. The tour might not happen until either next spring or the following summer. Hmm. Looking forward to that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the next last question is, will you be coming uh, to play in Canada one day? I have to read it the way he types it because that's the way he is. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. 
Um, I hope so. I think uh, next year is a big, so the tour should include some spots. Um, hopefully Toronto is one spot we're looking at um, and maybe a couple of other spots. We'll see. Nothing is solid yet. Nice. Uh, Brooke has a question and this is the last question of the podcast. Mike, have you always loved music? Yes. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that was fun. Hey, uh, I am so glad that, um, I had, I got you on here. It was good conversations, good talks, a lot of great, uh, questions that were asked. Um, good catching up with you. Yeah, man, it's great catching up with you as well. The whole point of the podcast is to really like get in tune with one another again. Um, it's not all about me; it's all about the person, the guest that's uh, that's on here. So this podcast was yours, man. It was yours. You owned it. Oh, well, you know, sometimes I try. Because <laughs> like everyone, I don't want the people to think that I'm so narcissistic. It's all about me all the time. So this is what the podcasts are for. It's for everyone. Nah, else. <laughs> man. It's just like hanging out and like getting to know like. I don't know. Exactly. People, it's, you know? yeah, it's definitely like, I would love to have you here in person um, one day soon, hopefully uh, in the near future. And it'd be a lot, you know, a lot more uh, interactive, good experience. Uh, this is definitely like a good warm up to that. So uh, yeah, man. And if anyone uh, has any more requests of getting more people on here, if you know anyone that would like to be a part of this, uh, if you had fun doing this, please uh, send out those referrals for me. We'd greatly appreciate it. <laughs> help help uh help a brother out and then we can help them grow as well because we're sharing everyone's content on here so yeah absolutely i uh i'll try to send some people your way for sure awesome sauce um and as i close out um for the podcast the upload is going to have a song of yours so whatever song you would like to um to promote and share send that over i'll put that up for the audio link and um, I'll have it for the video to close out the podcast. Greatly appreciate it, Mike. Dope, dope. I will send that over. Um, MP3 is better. Sure. Yeah. MP3, um, whatever it is that you like to send, just send it, send it over. <laughs> will do. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks for being on here. Thanks for, uh, for tuning in. Um, I hope to see you guys on the next podcast, whenever that may be. Just stay up to date with my posts. Every Thursday, I'm going to try to get these out every Thursday as much as I can uh, via YouTube and and any other Audible uh, applications, um, Anchor and SoundCloud and iTunes and many more. So uh, thanks again, and I hope to hear and see you guys real soon. Much love. Take it easy. Thanks again, man. Thanks, guys. Bye.